millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A year and a half on from the very first lockdown with close to 1.5 million people vaccinated and the easing of restrictions, many employees are being asked to return to the office. But how will it work? And what are the legal obligations for employers and the rights for the employees? To answer some of your questions, I'm joined by Richard Grogan, who's Head of Employment Law at Richard Grogan and Associates. Good morning to you, Richard. Good morning, Patricia. And and thank you so much for taking time out to uh, talk to us. Now, some people absolutely loved working at home. Others absolutely detested it. Do you feel going forward we will end up with a blended way of working, some days in the office, some days at home? Do you think that's what the future is going to be? Um, It's going to very much depend on the relevant business. Some businesses will be able to work on blended, some will be able to continue remote working and there's other businesses that the idea of remote working or blended working just is never going to arise. So, you know, if you're a if you're a barista in a in a, in a coffee shop in Cork, you're never going to get remote working. <laughs> so, you know, so so I mean, this thing of that this is the new way forward. There's an awful lot of people who will never work that way. So, you know, I mean, if you're a doctor or you're uh, a dentist or you're a d- dental a- assistant or you're working in a dentist practice or a doctor's practice, you're never going to get blended working. So there's a lot of people who are never going to get blended working or remote working. That's just the reality. There will be others who are office-based uh, who may get it. But other than that, it's, it's not going to be for everybody, unfortunately. And then it will be up to the employer to decide if they're happy to allow their employees to work from home. Uh, well, this is where all the problems kick in because we're going to have a new piece of legislation later this year on the right to request remote or blended working. And now, at the moment, it's only a right to... They're talking about remote for remote working only. This is just going to be a complete and utter disaster because it's a, we don't know how the legislation is going to work. And what we're getting feedback at the moment uh, is that um, from employers who have to do a health and safety assessment, that somewhere between 30 and 40% of people's homes are not suitable for home working from a health and safety perspective, which is a huge number. I mean, if I put it this way, you can virtually take it that somebody who's working in a, who, who lives in an apartment, it's not going to qualify, particularly if they're working with somebody else because of the issue of GDPR because the, the employer is going to say somebody can see something there. I mean, if I put it this way, if it's an accountant, Patricia, and they're doing your tax returns, uh, and somebody's sitting beside them, and they, they see it, there's huge GDPR issues yeah, there. So it, it, this, is, this hasn't been thought out. Lots of people are going to look for it, and lots of people will get it, but it hasn't, it's not going to suit everybody, and it's going to depend on the job that you have. 
And I saw Ismay, the Irish Small and Medium Enterprises uh, Association today, uh, say that there is a disgraceful lack of clarity from the government about staff returning to work uh, unvaccinated. We know that Leo Varadkar came out and said it is possible that people will be returning to the office in uh, August. Do they need to give clarity to workers and to employers? Well, uh, this is one that I disagree with Ismay on because they use the word disgraceful. Um, they didn't, shambolic would be a better word. The whole thing is a complete and utter disaster. Uh, because what the government have come out with is their plan for it is effectively for people to, if you can't be, go back into the workplace because you're not vaccinated, that you're going to be working in a hub. That's how they're going to work it in the government, but that's not going to apply to everybody else. They're, they've turned around and said if somebody isn't vaccinated and they can't be allowed back into the workplace, then in those circumstances, the employer will have to look at um, redeploying the employee. Now, nobody's thought that out because if you take a situation of, we say, a small restaurant there in Cork mm-hmm. and it has two chefs, if one of them says, I'm not getting vaccinated, then you've got to keep the two chefs two metres apart. That's not going to be possible. In a small and, kitchen, yeah. Yeah. And where do you de- redeploy a chef? You know, that, yeah. you know, and now the government have stopped at the word redeployment and haven't told anybody. The whole issue with vaccination uh, really is uh, it's an absolute disgrace. And I'll tell you why. We have the Data Protection Commissioner saying you can't go asking people if they've been vaccinated. You've got the Health and Safety Authority saying you have to go and ask everybody if they're vaccinated. And I'll give you a very simple example, which you could have an employer having every single employee in that company suing them, right, whether they're vaccinated or not. And take a situation where somebody comes and says, look, I've got a concern about coming back to the workplace unless everybody's vaccinated. Right. Yeah, and that and that is a reasonable request. People would see that as a reasonable request. Yes. Now, if the employer then turns around and says, now, listen, Patricia, don't worry about it. I've checked with everybody. They're all vaccinated. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You've now, the employer has now broken the uh, data protection, GDPR, for every other employee in the place. Yeah. And each one of those now has a claim. And that's not down to the WRC. That's a claim to the circuit court. That's, that's, that's kind of like, for, now the compensation mightn't be huge, but the employer can be sitting looking at the legal cost for a solicitor and a barrister for himself or herself and on the other side to run a case like that down to court because the employer has said to the employee, don't worry about it. Now, the government will just not grasp this nettle on vaccination to say what employers can ask and not ask, what employees can answer or not answer, And what they're doing is, at this stage, effectively, they're sitting on the fence so much at this stage, Patricia, that there's splinters all over the place (laughs) because they've really got to come off this fence and say, this is what an employer can do. If they do this, that's fine. If they go further than that, that's not fine. Now, if they want a situation that nobody has to answer anything about this, then businesses in Cork and the rest of the country will operate on everybody being two metres apart. But that's, that's not practically possible for every business. Sorry, it's, it's completely impractical for, for businesses. And what's going to happen is you're going to have people, businesses failing and people losing their jobs and being made redundant because nobody in the government will turn around 
and address the issue of this is what you're allowed to ask, this is not what you're allowed to ask. Now, I'm an employment law solicitor, and I put up a post today saying employment law solicitors are now saying that you can bring a claim if you're an employee who says, I'm, I don't want to get vaccinated, but I want to come back to the workplace. You can bring a claim saying, I'm vaccinated, and I don't want to work with anybody who isn't vaccinated. Right? Mm-hmm. You can bring a claim if the employer tells everybody who is and isn't vaccinated. You can, t- you can bring a claim if they, t- if they segregate between vaccinated and non-vaccinated. So it's a complete and utter shambolic disaster that's coming down. And it's due to this whole thing in Irish politics of every politician has to be loved by everybody rather than actually set it out. And at the present time, they're not setting it out and they're not being fair to employers or employees those who want to be vaccinated, those who don't want to be vaccinated. At the present time, nobody knows what the law is. What we all know is that there's thousands of claims there because of contradictory evidence under GDPR health and health and safety legislation. So would we need, would we need, will we need the government to introduce new legislation then to clarify all the points you're making? Uh, well, the first thing they could do is actually come out and say, this is what you do. You know, literally, this yeah. is what you do. Uh, because at the present time, th- we're told um, employers employers at this stage are being told to bring people back, right? There's a, G- there's a GDPR issue in asking people if they're vaccinated, and they say they're not vaccinated. But if they, if, they, if they say I won't answer it, under the health and safety legislation, the employer has to sit the employee down and explain to them the benefits of, of vaccination. Now... You know, you have one side saying, well, you can't ask the person if they're vaccinated and they don't have to tell you. And you've got the HSA saying, well, you have to actually explain to the person about the benefits of vaccination. So what we're left with at the moment, Patricia, is the appalling vista that we have. Employers are going to have to to be safe at the present time. They have to put in the full risk assessment, which has to be there. And then they have to say, look, I I have to uh, I have to presume that nobody's vaccinated and keep everybody two meters apart. Now, what is happening in reality is employers are bringing people back. They're fudging it at the present time because it's not at the present time. We don't have everybody vaccinated and we don't have everybody offered vaccination. These claims are going to kick in when everybody has been offered a vaccination. Yeah, and when people uh, and people are within their rights uh, to refuse, because that's one of the main questions we are getting from listeners. Can an employer insist that all employees get vaccinated? And you say, no, they can't do that. I'm not saying that. Because I can absolutely guarantee you that, empl- that there are going to be employers who are going to come out with no jab, no job. And what they're going to say is, I can't have you in here without evidence of vaccination from a health and safety perspective. But then that employee can take a case against the employer. Well, the employee is going to have to, the employer in those situations is, I think you're going to see um, a lot of employers turning around and saying, there is an issue with this um, and we've done a health and safety assessment and that's the health and safety assessment and we can't have anybody in without that. So it's going to be, does GDPR tramp Trump health and safety or does health and safety trump um, GDPR? That is the issue. But one of the things that's coming through, and I think you're going to see, come when everybody has been vaccinated, or or what I should say, offered vaccination, you are going to see businesses with signs up, all our staff 
are vaccinated. Yeah. And, but we're not going to let anybody in here who isn't vaccinated. Now you're going to have the issue then as to which restaurant are you going to go to? The one which says everybody in here is all vaccinated or the one across the road? Yeah. So the businesses who have people vaccinated and the employees are happy to say, yeah, we're all vaccinated. And remember, there's, there, there are about four or five disabilities where you cannot get vaccinated. So there have to be an exemption for people who cannot get vaccinated because of a disability. But there's only four or five. But of it's those. very small number. Yeah. You're yeah. talking minute numbers. Yeah. 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 Um, there, and there are possibly two religions that you can't that, that are anti-vaccination, but all the main religions are pro-vaccination. So you're really pro- having a problem there if you're doing it on the quality legislation on it. But it is going to be one where there's going to be hard choices are going to be made. And the reality on it is, um, and you, Patricia, would, you know, there's great restaurants in Cork. Mm-hmm. I, we, I go down to West Cork regularly, but in West Cork and in the city, there are fantastic restaurants. Some of those are quite small. You know, great food, but quite small. And you're going to see the issue that businesses are going to say, for us to have people in here, we need people vaccinated and we need our staff vaccinated to give the, uh, to protect the staff, but also to get the, keep the business going. Well, to make now, it financially viable, they can't, uh, they can't have the tables two metres apart in, in some of those small restaurants. In some of the small restaurants, I mean, I go to one and there is no way, they physically can't have tables two metres apart. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a long, narrow restaurant, so they could only have them on one side. That's 50% of the tables gone, if not more. So it's, it's, it, that's a real, real problem. And we have to address the problem. And maybe, you know, I, I'm going to be very open in relation to this. And I'm saying we have a choice that we make as a nation. We say, yes, the right to bodily integrity trumps people's jobs. Or we go the other way around. But you can't actually have both. You cannot have the, I don't want to be vaccinated, but I want to be allowed back in the workplace, uh, being with everybody, and but not having two metres apart. And by the way, an employee can't say, I'll take the risk myself. That's contrary to the health and safety legislation of 2005. You can't do that. So there's going to be a choice that has to be made. Politicians are very bad at making choices. What we're going to get is a fudge. And Ismay, I have to agree with today, now they were kicking up about lawyers bringing claims. We only bring the claims on the basis of the law. And at the present time, the law is so dysfunctional that the claims are all over the place because the government doesn't want to make the hard decisions. Yeah, this is, it's, it's a minefield. Here's an example of somebody saying, I, I'm working in a shop, six staff working behind the counter, so we're all on top of one another. One person doesn't believe in vaccines. What do I do? I have to, I have to work, but I have huge concerns about working beside this person who doesn't believe in vaccines. Well, the, that particular employee is entitled to turn around and put in a complaint to their employer and say, I'm making this complaint under the health and safety legislation. They can send a complaint to the HSA and the HSA is going to have to have everybody two metres apart. And by the way, if the employer reacts in a bad way to the employee raising that issue, then in those situations, the employee is a victimisation claim against the employer. Now, what it is, is six people behind the counter. I'm taking it that the effect of that is going to be to have them two metres apart. Probably three people are going to have to lose their jobs. 
Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and then the issue is, will the business be able to operate with only probably three people? Not. Pro- probably yeah. not. And yeah. then so another, another question is, can my employer ask me to get tested for COVID? Obviously, this is antigen testing. Yeah. Now, the antigen testing, uh, my own view on it is from a health and safety perspective, yes, that's reasonable. Now, the other side of it is, of course, is that the Data Protection Commission are absolutely opposed to antigen testing because you've got a record of a medical issue. By the way, I would say to you, they were also against people having their temperature te- taken if you were recording the temperature that they were at. So they're a little bit. But I think antigen testing, a lot of stuff about it, but the reality on it is it picks up the, some people. But it doesn't pick up everybody, but it does bring, if somebody has it and it comes up uh, uh, that, that you have it, then yes, it is one that protects everybody in the workplace, the employee themselves and other workers. So, you know, I, I'm not against that kind of testing. I think it's very uh, reasonable. In the UK, by the way, every business owner gets uh, two tests per employee per week if the employer wants to get them and the employees are happy to take them. Okay. We get nothing. Yeah. Someone says, can I refuse to go back into the office because I think I'm working very well at home and I don't want the commute back into work? Well, that's your opinion, as somebody would say. Um, They may very well be working there. The answer on that is no, they've no right to do that. Um, Their contract will have a location. Uh, They will ultimately be entitled to apply for the issue of uh, to to work remotely. and if the employer says no in those circumstances, then they will bring their claim to the WRC. That will take about a year to get on. A year. And in the in- interim, the answer will be, well, you either come to work or you don't come to work. Now, what is coming up is that I expect to see some employees saying, look, I'm going to apply for a job where I can work remotely or blended hours. And if you're not going to give it to me that, I'll just go off and try and get a new job. Yeah. So there will be pressure on employers to do that but it depends on the job and to be honest with you if I put it this way you could not have somebody who was we say um, doing tax returns right yeah and we say dealing dealing with tax returns and possibly say um, you know for a significant individual in Cork sharing an apartment with two other people and everybody having a workstation in the same room Right, it just can't be done for GDPR. So there's the employers have a real problem. They've got GDPR with having people working from home, and there are significant issues on that. And equally, as I said, about forty, thirty to forty percent of homes are not qualifying mm, mm. as suitable workplaces because remember, it costs the employer about two thousand fifteen hundred to two thousand euro to properly set up a workstation at home. Now the thing about it is they can only charge that back against tax over seven years. They can't even charge it as an upfront cost. So it's going to be a cost that, to the business as well. Here's, well yeah. here's, here's Tony who is in his uh, 20s. He said, I'm going to be one of the last to get to be fully vaccinated. Uh, I'm expected to go back into the office in August. I work with some people who really don't adhere to social distancing, cleaning down desks or, or sanitising. I won't feel comfortable going back into the office until I'm fully vaccinated. Will I be able to say to my employer, I want to wait until I'm fully vaccinated before returning? What the employee in this case can do is... Uh, there is a return to work pr- protocol that has to be filled out. Uh, once I think the employee goes in, if he sees that this isn't being done, then he puts in a complaint to the employer. And if the employer doesn't act on it immediately, he puts in a complaint to the HSA, Health and Safety Authority, immediately. 
And he's protected, by the way, once he's made a complaint to the employer from any form of victimization for raising it. And he can simply say, this is not safe. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So he will be able to turn around and say, this is not safe, and will be able to bring claims against the employer to make sure that the employer has the location safe. I mean, any employer who has people walking around who aren't keeping social distance and aren't washing their hands and aren't using the protocols and aren't using hand sanitizers, um, that's just not allowed. They have to make sure that that's done. Yeah, and that's going to be with us for quite some time. Listen, you've, you're an absolute mine of information, uh, Richard. I'm interested, where, where in West Cork do you normally rock up? Uh, I rock up to Skib. Skib, great part um, of the country. So, well, yeah, yeah. Slán is a great place for getting food. Skib is a great place for getting food. And everything past Skib is equally a great place <laughs> for getting food. So, the, so, so, so I, uh, I, lo- I love West Cork. And, uh, you know, so I'm... Uh, I, I, we have a place we, we go to a place close to Derry Lee Lakes just outside Lep so you'll so be da- you'll be down for a staycation you will I've already been down oh, for a staycation uh, so uh, yeah I had the whole thing of going through lockdown that I couldn't get down to West Cork and uh, I uh, love it but it's the only place it's the only place in the country that whether you're you're 9 or 90 somebody's going to say to you how are you boy <laughs> <laughs> and it was one of the reasons when they opened up the county and you could only travel within your county we here in Cork were fine because we had this beautiful county we, and we were the envy of everyone else who yeah, well, outside you, their county Yeah well yes you, 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 you were in the great thing that when you, were, when you could only move within your county yeah. you, you, could go, you could go from beach to, to, to hills to city everything, is, everything, everything in between 
and everything and everything in between. So look, it's been a great pleasure talking to you, Patricia. And, and I hope you, there was some useful information for your listeners. Absolutely, and no doubt we'll speak again. In the meantime, stay safe, uh, Richard, and thanks for joining to us. Uh, good morning to you. you. Bye bye, Richard Grogan, there, head of employment law at Richard Grogan and Associates, and it does seem like it is a real minefield, and certainly for employers, it's damned if they do and damned if they don't. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.